This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakeries. We get ready to give you another exciting week here at Hamburg All Stars. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. Hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here. One week we are beep 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 beep. It is the big warning, ladies and gentlemen. This time next week it'll be Christmas Day. Christmas Day is one week away, but don't don't threat. We will be here next week with the Monday Night Project. So there'll be no no need to. F- no need to think that Christmas is going to stop the podcast. Ain't no way, brother. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at Old Bakery Pro and to, to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network. Home of great shows such as NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, High Rated Impact Zone, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, Monday Night Project, and coming very soon, Pure Wrestle Passion. Also, many other great shows brought to you on a near daily basis you can find the guys on twitter at ptb and wrestling and don't forget to follow our sister network the north south connection again available on all good podcast supplies bringing you such great shows as new gen on a mission wrestling Warzone, zone a with keithy the jenny position extreme theory Red dance chronoso and many many other great shows you can find the guys on twitter at no so pod network you can also find them on youtube just search north south connection youtube and that is where you'll find us youtube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast. Please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. And also visit the history of WWE.com where you'll be able to find information on all areas of the WWF slash E slash WWF slash whatever you want. They will have it. And uh, you can also find uh, TV show history year you can look at in-depth re- uh, results from house shows um, in a year uh, if you want to look at a Madison Square Garden history you can do that if you want to do bits and pieces of history you can so that is the history of WWE.com. This week on the show, we're covering the 20th of March, 1976. Last week, we covered the 6th of March, 1976. Um, there's no known footage or results from the 13th of March. Uh, so last week, we saw some more slow matches. We saw Texans, future Iranians, and much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's just have a quick see to see what's been happening in the last two weeks of wrestling. I am just doing something else uh so we when did we left off we left off on the 6th didn't we so on the 7th of march in memphis tennessee mitaf coliseum drew 10,800 and they witnessed tojo yamamoto rosie jones and eddie marlin defeating don green the spoiler and mitsua arakawa David Schultz and Roger Kirby defeated Tommy Gilbert and Bearcat Brown to win the southern tag team titles ron mikoyachaki Beat Jerry Lawler by disqualification. Jerry Jarrett 
beat Al Green in a no disqualification hair versus hair match when Green was unable to pin Jarrett twice in 15 minutes. On the 10th of March, one of the original All Japan wrestlers, Masio Komo, dies of liver failure. 13th of March, Blackjack Mulligan wins the NWA United States title from Paul Jones and Green. Greensboro, North Carolina. Also on the 10th, Ox Baker and Chuck O'Connor win the WWA tag titles from Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher in Indianapolis. 14th of March 1976, Lismark makes his debut in Mexico City. 15th of March, Danny Hodge receives a broken neck in a car accident which ends his career. He is the reigning NWA World Junior Weight, the Junior Heavyweight Champion, a title he only won about a week ago. Uh, also on the 15th for Mid-South Mid- Mid- Coliseum in Memphis 8,476 witnessed Tojo Yamamoto defeating Buddy Wayne Big Bad John and Bill Dundee defeated Don Green and the Spoiler The Southern Tag Team Champions David Schultz and Roger Kirby defeated Bearcat Brown and Rosie Jones Jerry Lawler beat Tommy Gilbert Al Green beat Jerry Jarrett in a match where he had to win within 5 minutes or his manager Sam Bass would have had his head shaved Southern Champion Tommy Rich defeated Plowboy Frazier Jerry Lawler battled Ron Mika Jajic in a no contest. I do apologise if I've butchered that name. Uh, yes, there's a lot of J's and C's and K's everywhere. Uh, 18th of March, New Japan Pro Wrestling holds a show in the Sumo Hall in Tokyo, Japan. 7,800 witness Ron Starr defeating Azawa. Kantora Hoshion, Hoshina defeated Don Serino. Osami Kiddo defeated McStallings. Siji Sakaguchi and Strong Kobayashi defeated Black Gordman and Goliath. NFW, no, NWF champion Antonio Inoki defeated Johnny Powers. And finally, on the 19th of March 1976, Ted and Jerry Oates win the Georgia Tag Team titles from Les Thornton and Tony Charles in Atlanta at the Municipal Order Torium. So, ladies and gentlemen, notwithstanding that, let's head down to ringside to see Vince and for the last time, Antonina, as we head into episode 6 of Hamburg All Stars. Please enjoy! Falling rusting activation requires discretionary viewer participation. Wrestling. My name is Vince McMahon, standing next to Antonino Rocca. And Antonino, all kind of uh, good, exciting wrestling here this week on All-Star Wrestling. Fantastic, General. You know, every time I come up here, you give me just a pleasure to take my shoes off and enjoy it because it's a, a majestic hour of a beautiful matches. God love you, General. You are a good heart, you know, for a good man like me. Bobo Brazil is scheduled to be in the feature match this week, and Bobo takes on an extraordinary opponent. You know your friend McGraw, huh? Uh, well, I don't know if he's my friend or not, but Bugsy McGraw, 317 pounds of him, is a, a tough opponent in anybody's book. Well, General, will be a tremendous bout. Two different characters, you know. Ingenuity, perhaps, of McGraw against the, pers- the, the perseverance of a, a Bobo Brazil. He's a great champion, you know. Will be a tremendous match. 
Also scheduled, we might add, will be uh, Pete Sanchez as he takes on Skandor Akbar, and we'll have, I'm sure, a few surprises. And Antino, why don't you let uh, the United States in on uh, on the secret? Who's your new hairdresser? Well, you know, uh, that's. Oh my God. I, I disqualify myself, General. All right, Anthony disqualifies himself, and we'll be back with the opening contest as we continue in just a moment. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is All Star Wrestling, promoted by Phil Zatko, supervised by the State Athletic Commission. Howard McCall is chairman, Bob Patterson, secretary and the officials assigned by the State Athletic Commission, Chief Deputy Commissioner in charge, Nick Santoro, the doctor in attendance at ringside, Dr. John Hyde, the timekeeper at the bell, Mike Midman, and the referees for this hour of wrestling, Wee Willie Weber, Dick Worley, Mario Savoldi, and my name is Joe McHugh. The opening contest, it is scheduled for one ball with a 10 minute time limit. It is a tag team match here in the corner to my right from Dublin, Ireland, weighing 238 pounds, the Irish cannonball, Pat Barrett and his partner from Puerto Rico, weighing 220 pounds, it is Gianni Rivera. And here in the corner to my left, at a combined weight of 575 pounds, they are from parts unknown. Ladies and gentlemen, the executioners. They're very large men, the executioners, very powerful men. Albano made a swipe for the microphone. Luckily, he did not Tag team action starting us off. We've got Johnny Rivera and Pat Barrett going up against the executioners, managed by Captain Luis Albano. According to cagematch.net, the executioners are Big John Studd and Kill Kowalski. It's going to be a very young Big John Studd. I believe that is John Studd in the ring now. They are wearing blue masks, blue singlets. Pat Barrett is in there. Blue trunks, black boots. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Big John Studd because there's a little, there's a little curl of uh, blonde hair sticking out. We Willie Webber is our referee for this uh, opening contest. Captain Lou wearing a. Uh, Sort of a, a white and red pinstripe tear shirt with a soda look there by Pat Barrett. The other executioner's got down off the apron to, uh, to give some words of wisdom. I don't know why. Oh, Pat Barrett working over his executioner. We saw Pat Barrett last week teaming with uh, Kevin Sullivan. Very fiery duo. This is the second uh, of the taping, the second of the set of tapings. And this is our last 1976. Uh, next week we'll be fast forwarding to the 12th of November 1977. We will um, do our best to keep you updated with the major highlights of what's hap what happens between now and then. Obviously we're not going to be wanting to read a whole year and a bit 
um, a results because that would be a podcast in its own but we will go through and we will give you the highlights of what happens and like I said this is the unfortunately the last time we will hear the dulcet tones of one Antonina Rocca uh, he is uh, unfortunately going to be passing away um, in the near future I think when we come back it might be passing I think it might be passing Excuse is now double teaming on Pat Barrett Urbano choking Pat Barrett over the uh, second rope. Pat Barrett fires up. He's trying to get out of this. Killer Kowalski now in the ring as the executioner. Oh, there's a knee lift by Pat Barrett. The other executioner comes in, though. These big executioners. Oh, Johnny Rivera from the outside with a uh, good old kung fu chop. Leaps over the top rope. Falls on his heart nearly. Blue Chunks White Boots. Executioner's got both men in there. Nope, they're both trying to fight out now. Double Irish whip now by Rivera and Barrett into the corner. Oh! Executioner goes hard in. He tags in his partner. Oh! Arm dragged by the Executioner. Rivera now caught by the arm. Tag to the other Executioner. These men are not the greatest of uh, wrestlers. Obviously Big John said would become something in eight years time. No, six years time. Some uh, derogatory remarks there by Lou Albano to uh, Pat Barrett. Oh, double team there by the executioners. Oh, good lord. Killer Gorski now up to the top rope. Oh, double axe to the arm. How old is Kowalski here? 207? He's going to be... Kowalski was born 1926, so he's 50. He's 50. Well, not quite 50, but he's uh, he's 49 here. He retires in 1977. He doesn't have that much long left. He obviously goes on to train people. Well, John, he was he actually trained Big John Studd. So Big John Studd's his uh, protege. Big John Studd at this point is 20... 28 and has been wrestling since 1972 yes he was trained by Killer Kowalski so Kowalski has trained obviously Triple H China Eddie Edwards Frankie Kazarian Kofi Kingston Damien Sandow Fandango April Hunter John Cronus Perry Satin Tomasa Champa he is a Polish uh, gentleman was he born in Poland I know he's born in Canada, but I'm guessing he's got Polish heritage. Yes, his parents are Polish. But yes, he's uh, 50 and he's uh, on the he's in the last year of his career. Oh, Rivera whipped into the knee of Kowalski. Albano blindly in front of the referee. The referee fucking saw it, and Albano is uh, chased away by Pat Barrett. Big knee lift there by uh, the executioner. Rivera trying to fight out of this corner, trying to fight out of this predicament. He's caught. Oh, big shot by the Kowalski executioner. Kowalski executioner. Kowalski. Kowalski executioner. Kowalski executioner. Anyway, back to ringside. And indeed, he's doing just that.
Oh, Executioner throws Rivera out to Lou Albano. Lou Albano is now kicking him. Laying in the... Whoa, whoa. Pat Barrett goes around the ringside to chase Albano away again. Albano does that great sell of when someone comes near him. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Double back body drop by the Executioners on Rivera. Kowalski, Kushner going for a giant swing. Shades of Claudio Castagnoli. Oh, down goes Rivera. Taking the big John Studder Kushner. He grabs the legs of Rivera and he's going to go for the whirl. Big old giant swing there by big John Studd. Drops down Rivera. Tags in Kowalski Kushner. Off the oh, big stomp to the gut. One, two, three. The winners of the match, the executioners. Oh, sorry, the executioners. Victorious here, apparently, and Pat Barrett had best watch himself as last week. We could see three against one. Barrett trying to protect Johnny Rivera, trying to get him back to his corner. Perhaps we can get a little bit of order in this match. It is a time, six minutes. Playouts are getting out of six dodge. Six minutes and 45 seconds. The winner, the executioner. That was a quick announcement. Again, Pat Barrett better watch himself. Let's take a look at action we saw only a moment ago with the executioners. Putting Johnny Rivera in place and now and coming right down into the midsection. One of the executioners. Going for the cover, it's all over. The tag was not made. The referee turning around. All he sees is blue on top of Johnny Rivera. It's all over, and the executioners chalk up another victory. And we'll be back with more action in a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is set for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. It in the corner to my left, from Brooklyn, New York, weighing 245 pounds, Johnny Rods. And his opponent in the corner to my right, from Columbus, Ohio, weighing 235 pounds, Frankie Williams. We've got Frankie Williams against Johnny Rods. Johnny Rods, Red Trunks, Red Boots. Going to be against Frank Williams, Red Trunks, Black Boots. We've got a brand new referee. Can't remember what fucking uh, Joe McHugh called him, but he's here. He's different. Frank Williams, uh, name some of you may be familiar with. He is the guy who um, had a spat with Roddy Piper on the Piper's Pit in 84. The week before, the week after snooker. Very similar around to the time with the uh, the snooker incident on the Piper's Pit. But this is he. This is Frank Williams. 
Johnny Rodge now calling over top again. They shot to the face. It's a closed fist, but he's telling the referee it's an open, open hand. Stomp away now on Frank Williams. Oh, stomps across the face. That's Johnny Rods stomping away on the head. Johnny Rods, trainer of uh, the greats, such as Taz, the Dudley Boys, Tommy Dreamer, those individuals from the Northeast. Johnny Rods. Oh, right hands to Frank Williams. Johnny Rods now second rope on the inside. Oh, drops a big forearm across to the back of the head of Frank Williams. Oh, Johnny Rods with a stomp to the mush from the second rope. Johnny Rods. Oh, and again off the second rope. He tried very hard, but Rods is a very, very competitive man, you know, General. He tried hard, young fellow, and he's a little uh, violent, but what can you do? He tries best, no question about. Well, Frank Williams, uh, from the looks of things, may lack, uh, do you think he lacks an experience, Antonino? I believe so, General. He's too green yet, you know. Rods is an old wolf, and uh, he's well-built. You know, war is about 240 pounds, and he's a well-built, strong rock character, this Johnny Rods. We mentioned earlier, Antonino, the fact that Pete Sanchez, who's a, well, a, quite contrary to the style of his opponent, Skandor Akbar, who do you like in that match? Well, you know, Sanchez is uh, very, very like a young fish. He can't get out. I like Sanchez. Frank Williams now whips Johnny Rod's corner to corner. Doesn't come, he doesn't take an opportunity to capitalise on He's met by a big boot by Johnny Rod's and a big stomp off the second rope. Goes to the cover. One. Two. Oh no, Johnny Rogers breaks it up with a punch to the face. Frank Williams. Oh, kick to the chest. Oh, breaking the eyes with the boot. Johnny Rogers again stumps on the head of Frank Williams. Unorthodox style of Bugsy and the power of Bugsy against Bobo Brazil. Come on, Anthony. You know, cat, have your tongue. Who's going to take it? Ha <laughs> ha. I like Bobo, you know, very well. Though. Both men wailing away on each other. Johnny Rods now begging off in the corner. Big grind by Frank Williams. And again. And again. Frank Williams with Johnny Rods whips him. Oh, forearm shot to the gut. Frank Williams is on the. Uh, oh, no, he's stopped by the kick. Kick to the chest. Again by Rods. Johnny Rods going up to the second rip on the inside. Oh, another stump again. Drops a leg. Goes for the cover. One, two. Come on, ref, what the fuck are you doing? Referee. Referee, did, he just stopped the count because I think he thought that Rods was under the ropes, but he was nowhere near him. Johnny Rods slams Frank Williams down. Johnny Rods now going up to the top rope. And, oh, just drops a foot across the chest. This referee's terrible. Please never come back. Has he won? What's going on? No. Even Vince doesn't know. Vince isn't even in the fucking booker at this time, but he's got no idea what's going on. Big round by Johnny Rods. Rocking Frank Williams here. Oh, and again by Rods. Offense is not pretty, but it's effective. The matches were a little bit quicker than they have been the last couple of weeks. 
Oh, Frank Williams with a right back. Oh, and again, Frank Williams with a flurry of right hands to the rock on the jaw of Johnny Rods. Oh, forearm smash. Johnny Rods, big enough. Come on, Frankie, come on, get him. Get him. No, no, don't ignore the... Ah, fucking referee. Oh, kick to the jaw there Johnny, by Johnny Rods. Stumps. Frank Williams on the side of the head. And again. Johnny Rods picks him up. Right hand. This match has gone on a little bit way too long, but it's okay. It's not too bad. Oh. Knee lift by Frank Williams. Rods has been rocked again. Oh, bigger hand by Williams. Johnny Rods in the corner. Goes headfirst into the top turnbuckle. And again. Come on, Williams. Come on, Frankie. Frankie. Frank. Oh, no. Johnny Rogers with a thumb in the eye. Johnny Rogers. Oh, arms. Frank Williams down. Picks him up again. And slams him down again. Johnny Rods off the ropes. Drops a leg. Oh, and a butt to the face. One, two, three. You win the match. Johnny Rods. So Johnny Rods chalks up another victory for himself over pretty much of a newcomer here, Frank Williams. Let's get the official word. Here is the time, six minutes and 13 seconds. It is the winner, Johnny Rods. Johnny Rods victorious. Let's take a look at action we saw only a moment ago against Frank Williams. Picks him up and slams his man. Now Rods will go to the far side. Coming back now and getting set. And look at this. Rods up with the leg. Will come down right across the head of Frank Williams. Sitting down on the man's head. Rod's actually squashing, you see, sitting down right on the head of Frank Williams. And if that won't put you out, nothing will. We'll be back with more wrestling action as we continue in just a moment. To my left, ladies and gentlemen, the tag team champions of the world, Louis Serdan and Tony Parisi, out here with those shining belts. And I guess you're really proud of those championship belts. Well, of course we are, Vince, because after all, these belts represent a lot of hours in the gym. It's a great ambition, and uh, we realized it. And... I hope we keep them as long as possible. You fellas uh, really have it together as a tag team combination, although on occasion, uh, Tony, we understand that uh, you'll actually look for an individual match that uh, uh, it sort of adds a little something to your tag team uh, endeavors, does it not, when you take on individual competition for a change? Well, it sure does. You know, uh, being individual and being tag team is two different things because uh, when you're in the ring there as an individual, there's nobody else to save you. You're thinking on your own, and uh, you're one against one, and... Uh, this is where you have to do your own thing, and I think it sharpens up your mind quite a bit. So uh, when we're going tag team, of course, uh, tag team, uh, we know what we're doing because uh, we've been training, like Louis says, a long time now, and uh, uh, we've been uh, playing with a lot of handball for stamina and endurance, and I know that you play too, and uh, we play a lot of tennis now. And uh, believe me, we need all the endurance because we have some big, big, tough, rough competition around here, and there's a big heavyweights. Guys like super, uh, superstar Billy Graham, we have uh, Koloff and uh, Bugsy McGraw and uh, Ernie Ladd. You know, these guys are big. 
And believe me, when we face them, we're going against, uh, you know, a big uh, brick wall. So uh, we need just a little bit extra to keep us champions. And of course, uh, that's why it takes a lot of time and a lot of effort in that gym to uh, achieve the stamina and the endurance that we need when we wrestle against these guys, because that's the only way we're going to get them. But uh, as an individual, uh, I like some individual matches because I really enjoy, I like to be in there thinking myself and uh, doing everything myself and have all the confidence in the world and in myself. But uh, the main thing is that the fans are behind us and we, we like to thank all the fans out there because they're giving us a great support since, the, since we got the belts. You seem to have trimmed down a little bit uh, over the last couple of months. Have you lost a little weight? Yes, I have, Vince, and there's a reason for that because, uh, like I said before, because of the endurance department, I think I took it took a few pounds off because I uh, we're going against these big brick walls and uh, uh, like I said before we have to outshine and we have to outtire them uh, to uh, get them down for the count of three. Louis I don't know if you noticed it or not or had the pleasure I don't know if it's a pleasure or not but uh, in the opening match this week there was a new tag team combination out right. here led by Lou Albano called the executioners. Well, did, did you take a look at them. Yes uh, I was going to mention. Uh, these guys now you can tell that's a team they they're working together well and so far as far as team go not taking anything away from the other guys but maybe as a team go they're the best they're, everything they're tag right they know when to come in they know when the referee's back is turned and they come with that double backbreaker and really I was telling Tony I says these guys we're going to have to watch every match that they have we'll have to be out there and watch them because I believe that uh, if anybody's going to take these belts away from us, it would be these guys. If uh, who knows, it can the coin can flip either way, but uh, they are really a team. They're sensational, really. What do you think uh, of them, Tony? Well, Vince, I, uh, I've been watching these guys, and believe me, they're tall. They have height and they have weight, and uh, plus they're uh, agile. And uh, the only thing that bothers me why two guys like this that have all this agility and this. Uh, these type of maneuvers, I guess they have their own style of wrestling. Need a guy like Lou Albano to back him up. I don't understand why. Because Lou uh, can get awful personal, you know. And uh, he likes to stick his nose uh, in everybody's business. And especially when uh, somebody's wrestling against us, he always comes around and sticks his nose in there. Well, we don't like that. Be besides that, he gets, uh, he gets into personal issues about the Italians. And he changed his name to Lou Alban, which I don't like. And, you know, when I get hot, I get awful hot. And... Uh, I'm five foot eleven, but I can get six foot seven when I get mad. Believe me. That's for sure. Both of you can. And uh, Albano, of course, uh, a purveyor of pandemonium every place he goes. And you know, just the fact that he's in the arena enough uh, is enough sometimes to make an opponent uh, think twice. Well, let's face it. Lou Albano, love him or hate him, we don't particularly like him. So far, he's, he has come up with winners. He's been here, I don't know how many years, and continually comes up with these teams. So the man, although sometimes he runs off at the mouth, but he still knows what he's talking about. Uh, I hate to admit it because I don't like the man. And he comes up with these super teams, and uh, we just got to fight harder, and to, uh, we'll have to, to if we want to keep these belts because with guys like the executioners, I don't know we're going to have our hands full. Well, should you ever do it? Meet them is going to be a great match, and thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Vince. Louis Sardin and Tony Parisi, the tag team champions of the world. We'll be back in just a moment. Our ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the ring at the present time. From Cleveland, Ohio, 
weighing 235 pounds, the popular Pete Sanchez. Yeah, just stepping into the ring, he hails from Saudi Arabia. He weighs 270 pounds. Here is Skandor Akbar. And here, ladies and gentlemen, is his manager, Fred Blassie. Skandor Akbar from Saudi Arabia against Pete Sanchez should be quite a match. We're back, Pete Sanchez, blue trunks, black boots, going against Skandor Akbar, black trunks, black boots, matched by classy Freddie Blassie wearing a beautiful pink uh, shirt, trouser, coat combination. Skandor Akbar in control, Dick Worley is our referee, Skandor Akbar with some knees and some forearms to Pete Sanchez. Freddie Blassie grabbing the leg of Pete Sanchez, <laughs> blatantly in front of the referee. <laughs> Skandor Akbar now choking away on uh, Sanchez. Throw Sanchez out of the ring in front of Freddy Blassie. There's no uh, mats here. There's just a bit of car well, bit of sort of cardboard, I think, around the ringside area. Freddy Blassie's wearing pink shoes as well. Beautiful. He is, truly is the Hollywood fashion plate. Skandor Akbar through the ropes, kicking Pete Sanchez in the head. Freddy Blassie now with something. Rubbing. What the hell is Blassie doing? Rubbing something in the face of Pete Sanchez. Blassie now again attacking Pete Sanchez and right in front of the referee. The referee doing absolutely nothing. What's the finish he got? He's got something in his hand. Causing trouble. No question about that. He always does. Akbar grabs Pete Sanchez on the apron, clobbers him. Forearm smashes by the uh, the man from Saudi Arabia. Oh, Blassie attacking Sanchez again on the apron. Antonio Sanchez definitely is on the wrong side of this ring. If there's one side you don't want to be on, it's on this side. Absolutely, General. This Freddy Blassie is the second man out of the ring. And he's a vicious, vicious character, believe me. Blassie kicking Sanchez and in the ring. Blatantly in front of the referee. The referee's doing nothing. There's no rules here in the WWWF. It's a lawless territory. <laughs> Pete Sanchez slowly gets his way up on the apron. Skandar Akbar comes to meet him. Oh, big shot. Forearm shot across the chest. And again. Sanchez still on the apron. Oh, fights back with the right hand. One by Akbar. One by Sanchez. One by... Nope, Sanchez again. And again. Sanchez. Flurry of punches now rocking the... Skandar Akbar rams him head first in the top tumble. Pete Sanchez in his house of fire. Shut up, Vince. I'm saying this. Sanchez with a hip toss off the ropes. Beautiful drop kick. And again, down goes Akbar. Sanchez now with a whip. Oh, ducked his head a bit too soon. Skandar Akbar with a kick. Akbar picks him up, whips him neat of the gut. Akbar picks him up again and he drops him 
crutch first on the top rope. Referee rings the bell. He, he stops the match for that. What? Let's go up and find out what's happened now. Now, ladies and gentlemen, in three minutes and 54 seconds, the referee Dick Worley has disqualified Stander Akbar and he awards the decision to Pete Sanchez. Pete Sanchez. Boy, that is one mad Arabian in there right now. Skandor Akbar disqualified. Sanchez up on his feet. His good friend Dominic Dinucci came over to assist him. Let's take a look at some acts we saw earlier with Skandor Akbar and Pete Sanchez. And of course, it was Sanchez taking, oh, at least 80% of the punishment in this match. Skandor picks him up. It appears they're going to go for a knee drop, but no, lifts him up. Throws him down across those ropes, and of course that was the thing that disqualified Skandor Akbar, that and a whole host of other things. The referee just taking too much of that. Skandor disqualified, let's go back to live action. It's Dominic Dinucci in there, wanting to uh, get his hands on Freddie Blassie. A lot of people would like to see that. We'll be back as we continue with Crusher Blackwell, 400 pounds of him, who will take on Kevin Sullivan. Ladies and gentlemen, this next bout is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit here in the corner to my right from Lexington, Massachusetts, weighing 232 pounds, Kevin Sullivan. And his opponent in the corner to my left from Stone Mountain, Georgia, weighing 401 pounds. Here is Crusher Blackwell. Crusher Blackwell, 400 pounds of him. According to Fred Blassie, his manager, former preacher. But according to Freddie Blassie, this man has seen... Kevin Sullivan versus Crusher Blackwell, managed by Freddie Blassie once again. Here is our next match. Kevin Sullivan, Red Trunks, Black Boots, going to be against... Crusher Blackwell, black singlet, white boots, corner of a tarp. Sullivan pushes Blackwell into the court, into the ropes. Hair pulled by Crusher. Oh, big forearm shot by the uh, the mayor of Stone Mountain, Georgia. Blassie pulling Sullivan out of the ring. Blassie hasn't learned from what just happened in his last match. This is a different referee. This is uh, Mike Gambanini Spaduni. Refereeing, I can't remember what his fucking name was, but he's brand new. I've never seen him before. Side headlock now by Crusher Blackwell. Forearm smashed by Sullivan, tries to break the hold. Blackwell pushes Sullivan the corner. Blackwell with some uh, trunks, also a lovely shot of uh, uh, some little kids. Blackwell now some big old uh, belly flops in the corner. Hello, what's going on? Antonino's uh, muffled. Christian Blackwell now. Oh, big forearm smash to the back of Sullivan. And again. 
Right hand by Sullivan. Right hand by Blackwell. Who's this? Well, the police are here. The, uh, the arena security guards are here and they are taking away Freddie Blassie. They've seen enough. Maybe Vince Senior in the back has seen enough. Sullivan now in control with a few right hands. Oh, rocking the big man. Oh, he's down to one knee. Blackwell's down to one knee, begging off. Begging off. No father. No father. Oh, double shot there by Sullivan. Irish hit by Sullivan. Oh, big right hand of the gut. Down goes Blackwell. Sullivan off the rope. Oh, drops the knee across the chest. Sullivan picks up. Nope. Oh, and again, the double shots to the uh, trapezius. Sullivan, big right hand. Sullivan, again, big right hand. Blackwell's teetering, he's teetering. He's teetering. Sullivan, big right hand. Cannot knock the big man down. Down he goes. Sullivan goes for the cover. One, two, power kick out by Crusher Blackwell. Sullivan picks up Blackwell. Big round. And again. Oh, kick by Sullivan to the gut. Oh, headbutt by uh, Blackwell to the uh, abdomen. The fact that Fred Blassie gets around, indeed he does. Blassie represents Louis Sear from the Yukon. He represents Crusher Blackwell, you're seeing in the ring now, from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Represents Skandor Akbar from Saudi Arabia. And then he comes back to the United States and brings back probably what is the toughest individual that he has in his stable, the newcomer, rugged Stan Hansen. Blackwell knows how to use his weight to his advantage, as we saw a moment ago. Blackwell working over Sullivan in the corner now, choking him, choking him in the corner. Breaking on four. Oh, double kick there by Sullivan. Tries to get uh, Blackwell out of the corner. Right hand by Blackwell. Back elbow. Side head up now by Blackwell. Sullivan is in the ropes. He's in the ropes. Oh, Sullivan trying to get out the out of this. Blackwell's following him behind at all times. Sullivan's trying to escape the big man. But so Clash of Blackwell's covering him now. Some lefts and rights. Right hand by Sullivan. And again. Oh, head first into the top turn, but goes Blackwell. Right hand by Sullivan. Snap me. Sullivan. Double stomp. Power kick out again by Blackwell. Blackwell is still out. Elbow by Sullivan. One, two. Kick out again by Blackwell. Not quite so powerful that time. Sullivan is. Doing his job, he's working over the big man. Side of luck now by Sullivan. Shove off by Blackwell. Oh, big forearm smash. 
Blackwell trying to shake off the cobwebs. Blackwell rocks the uh, Massachusetts native. With a big right hand now choking him behind the referee's back. Well, he's shielding it from the referee. What the referee's trying to do there? Trying to fucking blow, like trying to fucking blow him, trying to see if he's choking him or not. God damn it, ref. Blackwell choking Sullivan on the ropes again. And again. Breaking on the four count. Oh! Regularly eyes by Sullivan. Sullivan's having to do anything to get away from Blackwell. Sullivan now pummeling away on Blackwell in the corner. Sullivan's on the second rope. Trying to get the ten punches in. One, two, buh, buh, buh. Not quite ten, but that'll do. Irish up corner to corner. Blackwell goes hard in. Sullivan comes up to meet him. Right hand. Trying to snap Merriam out of the corner, but Blackwell's got his arms locked around the ropes. Excuse me. Irish up there by Sullivan. Corner to corner again. Slowly comes in. Oh, kick by Blackwell. Blackwell puts Sullivan. Oh, thrust to the throat. Sullivan draped on the ropes. Blackwell now choking Sullivan over the ropes. Putting all that 400 pounds across the back of Sullivan over the ropes. Referee pushes Blackwell away. Giving him, giving him a stern telling off. Blackwell choking again, Sullivan. Blackwell got Sullivan side headlock. Outside look. Oh, shot to the throat again by the behind the referee's back. So Blackwell happy with his work. Celebrating. Oh, referee's rung the bell. The bell has rung, is it? What's happened? Time limit draw, maybe? We'll find out. But both men don't stop. They're, they're still fighting. Bell may have rung, but they're still fighting. Sullivan hip tosses Blackwell. Blackwell goes rolling out of the ring to avoid any more damage by the Boston bad boy, Kevin Sullivan. Oh no, the referee's rewarded the match to Sullivan. What the fuck is going on with these referee decisions today? Madness, pure madness. To the uh, full ten minutes, but yet uh, the referee awarded the match to Sullivan. I don't understand that at all. Do you? Well, the, the, it was a decision of a referee general. Sometimes happen that way. You know what? Well, I mean? you can see Blackwell's taking exception to it. We'll be back as we continue in a moment. Hey, and here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the Grand Wizard of Wrestling, right? Now, ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Introducing from the Bay Area of San Francisco, weighing 317 pounds, Bugsy McGraw. 
and his opponent from Benton Harbor, Michigan, weighing 285 pounds. Here he is, Big Bobo Brazil. There we have the principals, Bugsy McGraw and Bobo Brazil, and the big cat was out there a moment ago for what reason we don't know. Big Cat, what an altercation here. Here we go with the action. And your white bopers, Bobo Brazil going against Bugsy McGraw, managed by the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. Bugsy McGraw, red tights, black boots, Bobo uh, turquoise trunks, black boots. The big Cat in the lad is at ringside, which uh, Bobo Brazil is not happy about. So to luck by Bobo. Cinching it in on Bugsy. Shove off by Bugsy. Shoulder tackle. Down goes McGraw. McGraw in the corner. Now back out in the middle of the ring. Both mid circle. Colin over top. Um, Barna by Brazil. And a reload, arm drag by McGraw. Breaks the hold. Only cat sitting on the steps. Trying to mind his own business, but uh, keeps uh, trying to dig at uh, Bobo. Referee warning, big Ernie Latt. Stay away. Now everybody knows Bobo Brazil makes no bones about it, and here is a big cat, Ernie Ladd. There's been a personal feud going on there for a number of years. Ladd does not just, just, uh, Despises for a couple of forearm smashes there by McGraw in the corner on Bobo. McGraw now stumping away on Bobo. Big Cat giving Bugsy some words of encouragement. Irish whip corner corner by McGraw comes in and choking away on Bobo now in the corner. Reversal now by Bobo. Oh, forearm smash. And again in the corner. Whips Bugsy corner corner. Comes slowly in and gets him again. Whips him again. No, reversal by Bugsy. Bobo hits the corner. Oh, Bugsy comes running in. Head scissor with a leg smashed to the top of the head by Bobo. Bobo now. Clobbering Bugsy with some right hands. And again. Oh, a big headbutt. Nope, side headlock. And again, big headbutt by Bobo. Goes for the cover. But Ernie Ladd comes in and attacks Bobo from behind. Ernie Ladd now beating the shit out of Bobo Brazil. Here comes... Who the hell is this? Oh, Billy Whitewolf's in. And uh, the tag team champions, Sudan and Parisi, are in. Ernie Ladd runs out. He's thrown out, I think. Bugsy McGraw goes out. Grand Wizard not happy at all about this. Billy Whitewolf and the tag team champions come and save Bobo Brazil from a 2-1-1 beatdown. I believe Bobo Brazil has won the match by disqualification, but we will find out by Joe McGoo. Ladies and gentlemen, in 2 minutes and 32 seconds, because of outside interference on both sides, the referee has stopped the entire bout. 
Well, there we have it officially. We can't get a word with Bobo Brazil. Bobo, we can just have a word with you, please. Bobo, there's no secret. There's no secret that you and Ernie Ladd have had a personal feud going for a, a number of years. Ladd coming out here for no justification at all, no reason at all, and attacking you from behind. And luckily, you had a little help from the Indian, or you could have been done for. But Miss, you know, if I had been smart, I would have got the referee to send Ladd back to the dressing room. I was so dumb. I told oh. the referee, okay, let him sit there. I should have known better, but I'd never make that mistake anymore. I am very happy for my buddies coming out, give me a helping hand, because I would do the same for them. And they would come out and give me a helping hand, so I could have got a hit real bad. No question about it. And Bobo, I guess on a one-on-one -on -one confrontation, you would look forward to such a match against Ernie Ladd. Well, you know what? Ladd will pay for this. He'd never get away from me anymore. I'm going to hound this man. Every time he'd look around, I'd be so close to him, he'd think I'm in his back pocket. Well, Bobo, we'd like to see that, and a very best luck to you in the future. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, Bobo Brazil, ladies and gentlemen, United States Heavyweight Wrestling Champion. Next week, all kinds of wrestling excitement here. Skandor Akbar will be back with us, meeting Kevin Sullivan, but look out, those bugs, he McGraw, 370. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. We've just witnessed the 20th of March, 1976. Like we said, next week we fast forward all the way down, or all the way up through, wherever, whatever you will, whatever happened there, to the 12th of November, 1977. We will be giving you highlights of what happens around the rest of the wrestling world. Do not fear, we will not be doing a basic hold, the basic two a year and a half of fucking results we will condense it down so we'll try and give you the highlights the happenings if you will of what's happening happening that's right so ladies and gentlemen don't forget to follow us on twitter at old bakery pro youtube.com forward slash at memphis cast pro forward slash memphis cast uh thank you very much to to your continued support don't forget next week is the big day it's christmas day we will be here with monday night project next week thank you very much to the fine folk of hamburg pennsylvania thank you very much to antonina rocker and vincent kennedy mcmahon and until next time <laughs>